Hi guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast slash weekly FaceTime call. Um, We're on episode 18 now, which is crazy. Once we get into like the 20s, I'm going to really start to feel like I'm going to start smelling myself. Like y'all not going to be able to tell me nothing. Because like now when people, when I tell people about my podcast and they're like, oh, how many episodes have you put out? And I'm like, mm, 17. They're like, oh, you're still baby. But like, I'll be able to say in a minute, like, oh, I got like 25 episodes out, like 30 episodes. Like I do this. I am a podcaster. What now? So a couple things before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that this is only the second episode of this entire podcast that I haven't pre-recorded. This episode is live. Like I'm recording it right now. I'm going to edit it as soon as I get done and I'm going to upload it all on the same day. The only episode I've ever done that for was episode one. And that episode was tragic. Like when I (laughs) when I got to like episode seven, I wanted to delete episode one so bad because it was just the shittiest podcast episode. I've like I think I just started talking. Like, I think I just hit record and I just started talking. I didn't even say hello to anybody. Of course, there wasn't any outro. I just had a thought one day and I was like, yeah, we're just going to start a podcast on this thought. And it's it's so cringy to even go back and listen to episode one. But this is only the second episode that I've done that for because I have so many things in my mind that I want to talk about on today's episode. And um, I just wanted to sit with my thoughts you know sometimes I don't think before I speak and since a lot of people listen to this podcast now I try not to just say what the hell I'm thinking like on the first spit I want to like sit with it and you know just gather all my thoughts so I can get get them out correctly I even I even have all of the topics I want to talk about today right beside me written down on a little notebook and I have like little notes like don't mention this but make sure you mention that like because some of them I'm not gonna lie y'all some of them are kind of like so just bear with me on this episode and one more thing before I start this episode I know I mentioned it like maybe four or five episodes back I really want to start um selling hoodies and maybe like coffee mugs with the logo on them I'm thinking about pink white and black for the hoodies I was gonna do yellow because yellow is my favorite color but yellow for a hoodie is just not flattering to me it's not a flattering color for a hoodie and yellow stains really easily um and white already does that so I was like I don't want to have two easily stained colored hoodies and everybody loves black so pink yellow no Jesus Christ pink (laughs) pink white and black for the hoodie colors and I was thinking having the face on the back of the hoodie and just having chemically imbalanced black girl on the front of the hoodie um I think that would be really cute and then the coffee mugs the same color scheme um but the picture and the words of the podcast on the coffee mug is that a good idea because I know I can make all of that like I can do it. I just don't know if it's a good idea or not. So if you're listening to this, if you drink coffee or like you just like drinking out of coffee mugs, let me know if that's a good idea. And I know everybody wears hoodies. I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna just have to make one for myself to wear. And then I'll post it and y'all tell me like, sis, this ain't it. Put it back in the vault. And I'll be like, all right, bet. 
Okay, guys, let's get right into the episode. The first thing I want to talk to you guys about is very mild um, because the heavy stuff is going to be towards the end. But I truly want to talk about the debate between dogs and cats. And I know you guys are thinking, like, what could possibly be the debate between dogs and cats? I know a lot of people who think cats are better than dogs. Dogs are better than cats. Um, I am one of those people that think dogs are better than cats. But let me tell you why I think cats hold a superior place in like the human race versus dogs. I personally think that people deserve cats. And I know you hear it all the time where people say we don't deserve dogs. We don't deserve everything they give us. And I think that that's so true. Cats hold so many boundaries towards humans and so much, so much like almost uninterest in people. And I think that's exactly what people deserve. I know a lot of people that say, oh, people just don't like cats because cats have boundaries and cats just won't let you do whatever you want to them. And cats, you know, all this stuff that's basically saying your cat doesn't fuck with you. I've only seen a handful of cats that are really loving and cuddly and they want that affection. And I just think that that's exactly what people deserve and even including myself especially today's people um I just think the quality of the human race has gone down so drastically that we don't deserve the love of a dog we don't really deserve something that's gonna love us unconditionally like that you know human people we don't even love people like that my hell my love is conditional as fuck you know if you don't do some of the things on my list you gotta fucking go you know and dogs don't have that you know I've seen Unfortunately, I've seen dogs get beat by their owner, but, you know, their tail still wags hard as fuck when they get home, you know, just to get greeted with a fucking kick. You know what I mean? Dogs just have so much loyalty in their hearts. And it's, sometimes it's sad. Sometimes it's actually pathetic. But that's how I know that we don't deserve it because we don't know what to do with that. A lot of people mistreat, dog, mistreat dogs because they, they, they've never had anyone or anything that loves them no matter what and sometimes that's a shock to people sometimes it's just like leave me the fuck alone like why do you always want to be up under me why do you always want to lick me why do you always want to be next to me like get the fuck away from me and to a dog it's just like but I love you like don't you know what this is like don't you know what it feels like to love somebody I, you're my entire life like I always want to be next to you I always want to be with you I always want to do stuff with you because I love you so much and I don't think people know how to grasp that you know what I mean they're used to conditional love or they're used to that wishy-washy of you know you love me today and tomorrow you don't really fuck with me and today you need this from me but the next day you got it by yourself and I think cats give exactly that I feel like cats give a love closer to humans to humans that a lot of people are just more comfortable with that so even though like I said before I personally do think that dogs are better than cats but it's because I know the worth of a dog like I know I, I've 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 seen and heard stories about dogs literally laying down their fucking life for their owner a cat's not gonna do that a cat's gonna be like bitch you can die as long as there's food and water in my bowl I'm I promise you I'm okay I promise you I'm good somebody else is gonna come get me eventually and if they don't then hey, I've served my time. You know what I mean? Like cats are just so willing to 
just be without anybody. And I think that's just more recognizable as love to people than somebody or something being so heavily obsessed with you that, you know, even one minute or one hour without that person drives a fucking dog insane. I don't think people know how to accept that and appreciate that and recognize that as, you know, true love. And believe it or not, a while back, um, I used to live in Indiana. I wanted a cat because I felt lonely. Um, I was a flight attendant and I, I was like, I need something in this house when I come home to like love me. You know, I need something to be here when I get home to really like <laughs> appreciate my presence. Why I thought a cat was going to do that, I don't know. But I'm really glad that I didn't get one because it would have made me more sad to have the cat than not having it because my expectations of my cat would not have been the personality of a cat. Like I would have I would have been expecting dog qualities out of my cat. My cat wouldn't have get, given a fuck that I walked through that door. But I would have been expecting my cat to be jumping up and down like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. Where the fuck have you been? And it, I know the cat wouldn't have done that. So I would have been more sad that I had something in my house that just didn't give a fuck about me. than I would have been just not having anything in my house at all. You know what I mean? So luckily I didn't get a cat. But um, because I thought about that and I was like, oh, and I couldn't get a dog because I there's no way as a flight attendant, I'm going to leave my dog alone in my house for four or five days or depending on how long my trip is. So I know I knew I couldn't get a dog because my dog would have e- either had to like live in a kennel or like a boarding place type situation. So I was like, maybe maybe a cat. But no, I just didn't have an animal at all, which was sad in itself, but it was the right move. So to all the people out there that think cats are better than dogs, you're not wrong, but just know that whatever your cat gives you is exactly what you deserve. And you might have those 1% cats that are super cuddly and loves to be up under you, you know, still that's what you deserve, but 99% of cats aren't like that. And I feel like we, uh, that's just what we get. The next thing I want to talk to you guys about is just some pet peeves I've been experiencing lately that I didn't really know that they were pet peeves until they like happened more than once in a day. And I was just like, oh, I absolutely fucking hate that. That's crazy. Um, And one of them, I'm surprised I didn't put um, on my non-negotiables list um, last episode because it 100% is. Um, one of my pet peeves, and I can't even say if this is top five or top 10, it just depends on the day it happens to me and it, it fluctuates how bad, how mad it makes me. It's going to make me mad every fucking time. It just depends on what kind of day I'm having, if it's really going to send me over the top. But one of them is I cannot stand when I'm like walking into a building and somebody's like clearly ahead of me and they hold the door open for me, but I'm clearly not in enough I'm not close enough for you to be holding the door open for me. So now I have to fucking run to walk through the door that you're holding open for me. Like, I know that's a a, a weird thing to be irritated about, but it makes me so mad. I would have rather you just walked, th- like, just close the door. I would have preferred you to just close the door in my goddamn face because 
I don't know why that makes me so mad, y'all. It just does. Like, just just walk through the door. Like, I'm not trying to do that little scuffle to be like, oh, 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 thanks. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to take my time. How do you know I'm that excited to get into this goddamn building? You don't know what I'm doing in here. Now I didn't just ran for four, for five seconds that I could have been taking my goddamn time. You know what I mean? I just hate that shit so much. And then, and then I have to pretend like I'm happy and be like, oh, thanks. Like, I'm irritated. Just go in the door. Like, if, if I'm going in a door and I look behind me and there's not somebody immediately within arm reach behind me, I'm not holding the door open. That's not even rude. Why would I waste my time and rush your time like that? Like, I'm just going to go inside. That makes me so angry, y'all. And you know what else is like the exact op- like copy of that is when like, <laughs> like maybe you're crossing the street, you're walking and there's like a car coming down the same street and you wait for the car to like drive because clearly it's going to be faster for them to drive than it is for them to fully stop and wait for you to walk your ass across the street. And they're like, and you like, go ahead. You do the like hand wave and they're like, no, you go. And you're like, no, you go. And you're oh my gosh just drive you didn't even have to stop especially if there's no reason for you to stop just go y'all that makes me so i don't even want to say it makes me irrationally angry because it just it just makes me angry just drive you are the one with four wheels i'm walking on two legs it's gonna take me 45 seconds longer to get across the street when you could have just cruised on that little uh, 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 i hate that shit it's so annoying My second pet peeve, which is probably like number one on my pet peeve list. And it will genuinely make me stop fucking with somebody like romantic, platonic. Like it will literally make me not like you, which is fine. But I just I hate it so much when I see somebody littering. Oh, my gosh, that makes me want to get violent. Because how how do you think outside is a trash can? I don't understand. One of my favorite stories about myself ever is one time I was taking my little baby cousin. She's like 17 now. I wonder if she remembers this. She, she, I definitely traumatized her, but it's fine. One of my, uh, I was taking her to school. She was in like maybe middle school and we were driving on the highway, which I rarely do, but we were running late. So I had to, had to just hop on the highway and she had like a cup of something. I don't remember what it was. I don't even know how she had a cup of anything that early in the morning. I don't know where she got it from. Maybe it was like leftover from dinner last night. And we were in my car driving on the highway. This little girl rolled down my window and threw the cup outside. I have never merged onto that little black spot so fast. I stopped that car and I was like, go get it. She was like, what? I was like, go get the cup. She immediately started crying. What do you mean? I'm get my car. I don't want to get out girl unbuckle that damn seatbelt and go get that cup it's not like the cup was blowing in the wind she threw the cup was damn near full the cup was just sitting on the side of the road she wasn't gonna get hit by a car she none of the cars were even gonna touch her all she would have felt is some wind like she was she was overreacting i was like go get the cup she's crying i don't want to i get out of my car I literally go around to her door, open her car, yank her ass out of the car. And I'm like, I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to watch you. But you're for damn sure going to go pick up that cup. She goes to pick up the cup. She's sniffling it. (laughs) Talking shit under her breath. I had to give her like from the highway all the way to her school. I was lecturing her ass like I was her mom. You don't fucking litter. 
outside is not a trash can. This is the only planet we got. What if that would have went into the ocean and a fucking whale swallowed it? Like I was, I was digging into her ass. I hate that shit so much. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. She's 17 years old. She about to be 18. Ask me if she litters now. Ask me. Ask me. She don't. She don't litter. She don't even throw a fucking bubblegum wrapper out the window. And I know some of y'all are listening going to be like, oh, no, that's OD. It's OD to throw shit outside. Like, if you can throw a whole, like, McDonald's food bag outside of your car window or just leave it in a fucking parking lot, I... I have no choice but to leave, but to believe you don't care about anything in life. You don't care about shit. Y'all ever be driving through them neighborhoods or something or even just driving down a local street and all you see is like fucking fast food cups, straw wrappers, Newport cigarette boxes, Walmart bags like that shit don't bother y'all. That shit is crazy to me. I get disgusted every time I see that. Like how... When there's hella trash cans around, public trash cans, personal trash cans, car trash cans, how do you think outside is just one of those? Like, I, I, that, that type of person to me is just fucking grotesque. Like, because if you can do that outside, what does your house look like? And I know some of y'all who probably do literally like, oh, my fucking house clean. I don't, I don't, I don't, y'all know what you talk about. My house clean as fuck. I don't get, outside is also your house outside is also your house you live out here like and and also people live out here it's homeless people every fucking where they don't want to go to sleep on a fucking wendy's you know bag i don't i don't know i just i just really don't like littering like the type of person it takes to litter really bothers me i remember being 16 and i was on a date with this boy oh my gosh that i'm gonna have to tell y'all about later because that boy put me through some stuff but one of the last um interactions we had we were just coming back from our date and we had stopped at 7-eleven because i wanted a slurpee he also got a slurpee we're talking in the car listening to music singing to each other having a grand old time this man turns on my street rolled down his window and throw the icy cup the slurpee cup out of the window and i was just like well i'm never talking to you again like i didn't even have the energy to say anything I was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm lying. That's not the last time I talked to him, but it started the very strong downhill of our relationship because I was, because every time I saw him, I thought about him throwing the Slurpee cup out the window. Like it does something to me, y'all. I promise it does. And I can't help it. All right, guys. So the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is something really random, but I was literally thinking about it last night. So last night I was watching um, Berlizzi. If you guys don't know who that is, that's a gamer on YouTube. He started off with like roast and everything. And then he like really nicely made a transition over into the gamer world. And I watch him very often. One of my favorite YouTube YouTubers, actually, if not my favorite. Also, that is his platform is kind of like what I want out of this podcast. Like I think he has the best fan base i think he has the best just like social media presence and if you don't know who he is that's even better because he has a very specific type of uh fan base anyway i was watching one of his gameplays last night and he was telling a story about how one of his friends which is another gamer was they were walking into a store and 
they saw like this old woman struggling to put (laughs) bags in her car and the girl he was with thought about helping the lady but then she was like I don't know because that might be like a setup for you know st and he was like what like why why would you think that and she was like I mean because that's a thing that happens that's like a perfect opportunity to get my ass you know I'm 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 short I'm a girl like why wouldn't that be an opportunity like I think about that shit every day of my life because it's 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 possible every day of my life you know and he said he was kind of like mind blown because Berlin is like he's I think he said he's like six five he's like 230 pounds like he's a big dude 30 years old and he was like I've never in my life I I never worry about shit like that like I like when I step out of my house kidnapping is not the like it's not even on the list of things that I think about because I'm I'm just not worried about that and he was like women think about that like every single day like almost every single moment of every day and it just kind of blew his mind now I know what I'm about to say is a weird ass segue but I was thinking and I was like maybe this is why a large majority of women like big tall men you know because as a woman not all women obviously but as a woman to be short or small and to just be a woman in general that's like a that's that's a target in its own so even though having a man that's six foot whatever is attractive and appealing to the eye But that's a level of safety that I can rely on by my side at all times. You know what I mean? So instead of having to look over my shoulder, I know that I have somebody of a certain stature that would either make the kidnapping a little bit more difficult or could stop it altogether. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of men don't like to admit defeat and, well, can't nobody beat my ass or I wish a nigga would. You know what I mean? And as much as that is admirable... If me and you are the same height and the same weight, he, I mean, somebody's going to grab you just as easily as they're going to grab me. You know what I mean? And like, it's just, you know, not saying that short men don't have anything to provide in the safety, you know, area. It's just that I think. Predators don't give a fuck about anything. You know what I mean? If you're willing to kidnap somebody, you're you're willing to go the whole way. You know what I mean? So if I'm five foot three and you see me standing next to a five foot three guy also and we look damn near the same, you know, weight class, I don't I'm gonna think the predator's not gonna he's gonna try to to beat your ass too, because it's just like I'm I'm taking this girl whether you like it or not. You know what I mean? I, I can fuck you up real quick. You ain't nothing but a buck fifty soaking wet, you know? So I just think there's a lot more, there's a lot less, (laughs) I know somebody's listening is going to be like, bitch, all I'm trying to say is the look of a, of a big, heavy, tall man. I feel like it makes women feel like, like a, like almost like a, a, a form of security. Like if there is a predator watching me right now with this man by my side, he's immediately going to look for the next opportunity in women. You know what I mean? He's going to look for maybe a woman alone or maybe a, a woman with a less, less bigger man by her side. I'm trying not to be offensive to short, small men. And I, I'm really not, but I just think that's the mentality of most women when they say 
they want a big and tall man is like I want to protect her and I want to not have to look over my shoulder all the time because if me and you are the same height now we both got to be looking over our shoulders because if they could get me nigga I'm almost certain they can get you you know what I mean and that's just that's just what it is I think the glamour over the years especially now of being tall as a man has made a lot of men that are that are under six foot a lot um a lot more insecure but it really doesn't have anything to do with your weight I mean your height because I've seen some fine men that are under six foot but it's not it's it's the longevity of it it's just like the reason I want a man this height and this weight is for a specific reason and you know and I think that's valid you know what I mean even though it costs maybe some good men or good opportunities and it may hurt the feelings of shorter men but you know the reason for wanting a tall man is still valid because I I don't want to have to I want to feel protected I want to feel like somebody can get me out of that situation god forbid if that situation ever arises I'm not going to lie. That was one of the things I had to really think about because I was just like, if I, if I get on here and like start shaming short men, like I'm going to get canceled, but I'm really not. I've dated plenty of short men in my life. It's just that when I was listening to that, uh, gameplay, I think he was playing like, I don't know what the fuck he was playing, like Red Dead Redemption. I don't know. Um, I just started that spiral of thinking like, if you, even I also wonder if tall women, like big and tall women, like above six feet, I'm not going to say I wonder if they don't have any issues about being kidnapped because clearly you do. It doesn't matter how tall you are as a woman. Just being a woman is 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 enough. But I wonder if they not think about it less, but do I wonder if they, oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I wonder if taller women expect it not to happen because they're tall. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying because I'm not a taller woman, I wonder if the mindset behind that is different in the height difference. Okay, let's move on before I start stuttering because I <laughs> I thought that out. But then as I was saying it, I was like, oh, I feel I don't know how I feel about this. Okay, guys. So, by the way, if you guys hear like sputtering sounds I promise I'm not passing gas I'm just sliding my feet on the floor so don't be like did she just fart I didn't I would never my feet are just rubbing up against the floor relax on me the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is like artistry I've always been like super jealous of people who are like insanely talented in multiple areas of art like um if people who can draw people who can dance people who can sing people who can create paint all of this so anything I've always been super jealous because I don't have any of those <laughs> talents or attributes and one of my favorite hobbies is watching people who do carry those type of talents so I've always been interested in the minds of those people and the inspiration behind those people and everything now when I was a kid I really 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 wanted to be an actor right I think everybody had that phase when they were you know a preteen or even younger than that and I'm blessed to say that when I was a kid, to get in those opportunities and to get to, through those doors, you you specifically had to have talent. Instead of today's, you know, it's all about clout. You know what I mean? And I can name a thousand examples of 
people having no talent, but they're famous beyond measure because they have some sort of clout connection or what, what have you. But let's say I did have some sort of talent where I could create something. I feel like today's times are, it's so exhausting to be an artist because you could go, especially an artist like uh, Jordan Peele or Donald Glover. If you know me personally, you know Donald Glover is my man. Like I've been loving that man since I was like 14. But to have that level of artistry, you know, he can... He can sing, he can rap, he stand-ups, he can act, you know, he can create these very weird pieces. To have that level of artistry has to come with a huge amount of exhaustion and jadedness. Because you could literally, especially these days, you could literally make an entire PowerPoint or three-hour discussion about what art you created, what it means and how and what inspired you to make this specific piece of art and you could go into every detail possible that ever crossed your mind while creating this piece of art and people will still be like nope it was this it was that it was that like people will think up their own stories to the art that you created and I find that so mind-boggling so I can only imagine how it makes the artist feel when I'm telling you what this means to me, what it actually means and what inspired me to do it. And you just didn't listen to anything I said because you want to seem smarter than me and think up your own piece about what it means when that's not even close to the truth, because I just said the truth. Like that has to be annoying as fuck. And I think today, since we have like the internet and shit like that, I think a lot of people don't like to feel ignorant or don't like to feel stupid or don't like to feel left out. Like one of my one of my most hated phrases we have today is is if you know you know. I I fucking hate that because bitch, you don't know. You just want me to think that you know something that you you, you don't know shit. Like I hate that so much. And it's it's become a fear of not knowing what everybody else knows. So you try to like scramble up everything and your knowledge that you do know about this to try to make a statement that you think in your mind is facts, even though it has nothing to do with the artist, what the artist felt when they made it or what the artist was inspired by. You know what I mean? But because you want to prove that you know something or that your IQ is at a certain level, you, you just can't accept baseline explanations anymore like it has to be some out of this world explanation or theory and that's that's exhausting and it's so it's even more clear when somebody who isn't afraid of not knowing acts to be acts for it to be explained to them and your only rebuttal to that is oh if you know you know if you if you have it you have it if you don't you don't Bitch, that's not an explanation. If you don't know how to explain what you've just watched or what you've just heard, you don't know either. Like, if you, it, like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. It just seems so exhausting. Like, I could not be an artist today because I just told you everything you needed to know about this movie or this show or this piece of painting. Or, or perfect example, perfect example. Hold on. So back in the day, I don't know if you guys are Donald Glover fans, but if you aren't, look up on YouTube what I'm about to say. So a lot of 
um, Childish Gambino's early music used to connect together and it used to tell a story, right? A lot of them. A lot of them. And I was eating that shit up back when I was like 13, 14. Because <laughs> I was like, he's telling a story. This man is so smart. Oh my God, he's bigger than ever. Um, he created like a short story or like a short little piece of movie. And it's called Clapping for the Wrong Reasons. If you've never seen it, watch it on YouTube. I think it's brilliant. You might think it's a bunch of bullshit. But when I watched it, I remember a bunch of like being on a bunch of like nerd blogs and everybody was like ripping their hair out at the root, trying to understand what this fucking video meant. And it was so many theories. And I'm not going to lie. I was eating them up at the time, but I was a child, right? I was eating them theories up and I was like, oh, maybe he's going to come out with a part two. And oh, maybe this is connected to to fucking uh, 3005. And oh, my God, you remember like I, we were we were going crazy. Two years later, he's just never done anything else with it. Like, he's never given, given a follow-up. He's never made a part two. He just never did anything with that video. That third year, after that video was released, somebody asked him about it. And he was like, oh, I just, I just did that because I had a bunch of friends at my house. And they wouldn't get out. And I was like, well, we might as well, like, create something. So we did. Like... That's literally the reason he did it, because he just had a bunch of people at his house. I think he threw a party or something the night before and nobody would leave. So he was like, well, if you niggas are going to be in my house, I just stuttered hard as fuck. I think I glitched just now. But he was like, if you niggas are going to be in my house, let's just do something. Like, let's just make a video of something. And the amount of people that did not accept that answer was crazy. They was like, no, he's lying. There's a deeper meaning. There's always a deeper meaning. Like, sometimes there just fucking isn't. Like, sometimes... He just does shit because he's bored. Like his stand-up era, he just did it because he wanted to see if he could. He fucking could. Blew it out the water. Some of his best work, if I'm being honest. But a lot of things don't have to be so deep. And that's probably why Frank Ocean and Beyonce don't even fuck with us anymore. Because everything they do... People just think that there's some fucking satanic or diabolical meaning to it when it's just like, bro, I was just putting this out because I like because I was like making beats in the house and I just thought it was cool. Like niggas are like, it's the Illuminati. Like, bro, my eye was itching. That's the only reason I was like, what the fuck is going on? So <laughs> I just really understand why when artists get to a certain level of fame or success they just move to hawaii or to some rural area and just stop fucking with everybody because like no matter what i put out now because my art or my early day art was so captivating and ethereal and it did have a deeper meaning now no matter what i put out you guys can accept the fact that it, it no longer holds that weight like i can't ever put out something just for fun because you guys immediately go into conspiracy theories and I think that's so draining for an artist like you guys are taking the fun out of the actual meaning of art is just to create however you're feeling that day you get to have fun and express yourself and your thoughts through that art and it's becoming so exhausting now because I have to constantly explain or not explain what you guys are trying to like make about it I don't know it just it just I miss the good old days where you know we didn't have so much social media so people couldn't think <laughs> as hard as they do now especially about simple shit you know I think I was um listening to 
I can't remember who it was, but I was listening to some famous person interview and they were saying the beauty before technology and celebrities was that the 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 mystery, the suspense of mystery, like you didn't know you didn't know celebrities lifestyle. You didn't know if they had kids. You didn't know if they had a wife. You didn't know what they fucking did every day. You didn't know where they live like because they were there was no social media and there was no like there was no way to connect globally with celebrities all you had was suspense and mystery and that's what made seeing celebrities so amazing because this is the only time you're ever going to see them like you can't click on instagram and see that they just made baked ziti yesterday you know what i mean so now that we don't have that mystery it's just like uh, okay guys that slowly turned into a rant i apologize but The last thing that I want to talk to you guys about is the thing that I'm most... I'm not scared to talk about it because I'll talk my shit any way I want to. But I know a lot of people disagree with this. And I was having a conversation with it. I was having a conversation with somebody about it yesterday. And they just did not understand what I was saying. And it made me so upset because sometimes I think that I articulate my thoughts perfectly. And when when I think that I do that and somebody still doesn't understand, I'm just like, all right, maybe I should just fuck off. But (laughs) I want to talk to you guys about... The difference in disciplining your children versus abusing your children. I have a really strong opinion about this topic because I was an abused child, right? I know so many people, family, friends, friends of friends, cousins, everything that are just like, I'm not going to beat my child. I would never lay my hand on my child. This is, I'm all for gentle parenting, right? A part of gentle parenting, I really do understand the emotions and the dialogue that comes with gentle parenting. I agree wholeheartedly because children, I think people think that children are stupid and they're not. So thinking that you don't have to apologize or explain shit to children is wild. So that part of gentle parenting, I understand because children are not stupid. They are people just as much and honestly you start to become who you are more as a child than you do as an adult so I think all of that should start early now (laughs) beating your child and abusing your child are two different things please let me explain abuse is only abuse when you start to abuse people you know I used to get beat with extension cords hangers shoes cans everything that is abuse okay no matter how you write it no matter what culture you come from to get beat with a fucking spoon or a fucking extension tv cord that's abuse i don't give a fuck what i did i'm a child okay don't beat my ass with an extension cord (laughs) please but i also think it's very important for for a child to learn as early as possible that some actions that you do are going to cause you to get fucked up. I'm not going to be the one to fuck you up because I'm your mom. I'm your dad. But I am going to cause you some type of pain, whether it be pop you on the thigh, pop you on the hand, pop you on the butt. I am going to have to show you some type of physical pain because you need to know that as you get older, a lot of people aren't as... A lot of people aren't as willing to sit down and explain this to you as mommy is. Okay, some people are just going to rock you in your shit. And I need you to be prepared for that because your first Michelle Obama said it best. Your first bout of unfairness can't be when you're fucking 37. It can't be when you're 25 and the boss 
the boss man won't let you clock out even though it's been time for you to clock out for three hours. You know what I mean? You you can't just throw temper tantrums or do whatever the fuck you want to do and expect not to get a consequence. And sometimes that consequence is getting fucked up. That's the part of gentle parenting that I don't understand and that I don't agree with because a lot of gentle parenting is raising the most asshole adults. Could you imagine meeting somebody who's never got popped, never got beat, never got disciplined in any type of physical way? Those people grow up to be adults that don't expect any consequences for their actions. Those are the type of people that grow up and think that they could go to a McDonald's and throw the burgers and fries at the employees because they asked for barbecue sauce and they got sweet and sour. You know what I mean? And then when that person gets a fucking blender thrown at their face, then they want to cry wolf and call the police. As much as as much conversation nowadays that people are willing to have with children about sexuality, gun violence, racism, I, I think that children can handle, especially the children these days, they're not fucking stupid. Half of them are bigger than us. I don't know what's in the water these days, but these children are fucking huge. But I think that if they can handle all of those topics that I just named, they can handle being disciplined physically. And I'm not saying beat their ass. I'm saying that you need to know that if you would have done that as a 25-year-old, somebody would punch you in the fucking face. Again, mommy is not going to punch you in the face, but I am going to pop you on the ass or the thigh or something like that. Just taking away that phone ain't going to do shit because half of these kids got secret tablets. These motherfuckers got burners. They got everything. You like you like taking away technology isn't really taking away technology. They got hella ways to get to this technology. So they need to know that some things you just need to get ready for some type of physical assault. Is that fucked up? Yes. But let's not act like that's not the real world. Let's not act like y'all listening haven't been punched in the fucking face or shoved on the ground or kicked in the fucking shin because of an action you took, whether it was a teenager or an adult. Hell, I've got punched in the face before because I didn't know how to shut the fuck up. And I took it on the chin and I was like, yeah, I was probably tripping. But this world is only getting, unfortunately evil more evil and evil by the day and y'all cannot keep raising these soft bottom ass kids because this world is going to eat them up and probably not it's going to chew them up and probably not even spit them the fuck out and it makes me so sad when i see kids like that my aunt has a kid his feelings are so fragile that if you just tell him no he will break down into a bloody murder scream cry and that makes me so sad because it's just like why why isn't he used to that by now? He's not a child. He's like nine. So it's just like, I mean, he is a child, but he's not like you would expect that out of like a four or five year old. You know, he's like almost about to be 10. Like, why is he not used to the word? No, she doesn't hit him or anything like that. And I'm just like, maybe, maybe you should leave him over here with me for a few days. You know what I mean? Because that makes my heart so sad. If your feelings are so easily hurt by that, if it's a characteristic of him, then I understand that. But you but you have to get him used to that. You know what I mean? He, he When he turns 16, you know, kids are already tiny Hitlers. You know what I mean? Middle school, elementary school, high school are some of the most traumatizing years of a fucking child's life. When he gets to fucking middle school and high school, hey, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? He needs to be prepared to hear a lot worse than no. 
and even beyond high school. You know, no is going to be a very, a very familiar word that he's just going to have to, you know what I mean? And I always tiptoe around having this conversation with people because I'm, people are always like, there's other ways to discipline your child. And I 100% agree with that. But there's also other ways to show your child physical physical consequences without abusing them, without causing trauma. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people don't understand that. But I don't have any kids, so it's it's always a touchy topic when I do talk about kids because people always tell me, well, you don't have any kids, you don't understand. But I understand how it is to be a person. And coming from being an abused child, you would think that I would just agree to never lay your hands on a child at all. But that's just not the case. That's not how you raise a functioning adult. You know what I mean? So let me know what you guys think about that, because I know a lot of people are going to disagree. But with kids, man, you have to be so open minded. You have to understand that what you do in their childhood is only going to roll over into their adulthood. And you really have to think about that. You really have to think about What kind of adult am I raising right now? That's the question that you have to ask. I know the child years seems like they they they're they're slow and and a couple mistakes won't matter or a couple parenting shifts won't matter. But it does. It really, really does. A lot of shit that I went through as a child is still affecting me right now. So I can only imagine, you know, people who have never gotten a good source of discipline I can only imagine what type of 32 year old man or woman that they turned into you know what I mean (laughs) that's all I'm saying all right guys I'm about to wrap up the episode I promise I I knew this episode was going to be long but I just want to leave you guys off with like a funny thought that I've been thinking about lately so you know how people like some people don't like to be touched I know a lot of people don't like to get massages and stuff like that because they just like I don't want a stranger touching touching on me like that so I don't really have any areas of my body where I don't like to be touched except my belly button let me explain I genuinely hate to wash my belly button I do I do I'm not one of them all right I said I hate it but I do it every day okay don't get me confused don't get me confused but the reason I hate it is because every time I go I have an any so maybe it's different for people with Audis but every time I go in to wash my belly button it feels like I'm tickling the beginning of my life and I know that sounds weird you guys are probably like this bitch is high I know this sounds like stoner chat but every time I feel like I have like (laughs) I feel like I'm having an epiphany every time I wash the inside of my belly button like I feel like I'm having flashbacks to birth I don't know if you guys have an any belly button when you wash it if you wash it if you don't you should probably start but next time you're in the shower just go in there with the with the washcloth and just like wash in there for like 20 seconds and and report back to me that you don't feel like your brain is doing something to you not like a good or a bad feeling it just feels like it just feels like you know life is like right there I don't know I don't know I know that's weird but I just wanted to end it off with something something silly because that last topic was a little was a little heavy (laughs) okay guys that's the end of the episode please don't forget to like comment and subscribe we are on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and you know your girls on tiktok let's make this podcast the podcast okay y'all i want to hear you talk about it in the streets five stars if you're feeling frisky and five stars even if you're not (laughs) 
All the beautiful music in this episode is by the amazing Zoe Marie. Zoe's music can be found on all streaming platforms, so please go listen and love it just like I do. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Mm-hmm.